Hey friend, so I know as you are trying to improve your website, optimize your website for SEO and just really hone in on your SEO and keyword strategy, it can be super overwhelming because you're like, oh my gosh, I have so many things to do, so many things to learn. And then once you do learn it, so many things to implement. So I wanted to put this list of things together for you of five things that you can optimize on your website yourself in an hour or maybe a little more depending on your tech background knowledge. Now, I know I say this a lot, but this is definitely going to be an episode that you want to either take notes on or after you finish listening to it, go check out the blog post where all of these things will be listed out, not in quite as much detail as a podcast because hi, I can talk way faster than I can type and I can talk a lot more words in 20 minutes than I think you want to read for 30 minutes. So anyway, um, take notes, be prepared to implement this on your website. They seem a little bit overwhelming at first, but I promise they're not that difficult. And if you're, if you really just don't know how to do these things on your particular website platform, don't be afraid to go to YouTube or use your website platforms, um, help center, because really there's so much information out there on like exactly how to get to these specific things on your specific platform that I'm not going to waste your time walking you through it for all the individual platforms. But really these five things that you can optimize on your website in one hour will not only help your client experience, but they will help your website rank better and ultimately set you up for a good SEO strategy. Okay, let's dive on in. Welcome to Jumpstart Your Dreams. I am Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, business growth coach, content strategist, barrel racer, worship leader, wrangler of tiny humans, and champion of your God-given dreams. If you are finally ready to feel confident pursuing your God-given dreams, know Jesus more, and learn how to market and actually grow your business without losing your mind, then tell the dog to quit barking, grab a notepad and that third cup of coffee, and listen in for some shoot you straight, visionary, and practical tips to get you the breakthrough you've been looking for. Okay. So when I first started designing websites, building my own website, doing website copy, like I just had so, so much to learn. I'm always learning, right? I mean, who isn't always learning as an entrepreneur, but these tips that I figured out, these hacks of little places that you can implement keywords and just better SEO, they carry so much bang for their buck. And like I said, before. I know that when you're just getting into this and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to really hone in on my SEO strategy. It can feel really overwhelming, but these five things you really can do in like an hour or less, especially if you have your keywords nailed down and you know what keywords you really need to be going for. If you don't know what keywords you need to be going for, book a coaching call with me. I'll help you figure out what keywords you need to go for. I'll help you figure out a lot of this stuff in our coaching call. And then you just need to go put it on your website. Okay. So my very first tip of something that you need to implement or improve to optimize your website is this your above the fold text. Now, technically this is not necessarily an SEO focused thing, but hear me out. Ultimately, we are serving people, right? We're in business to serve people and help people with our gifts. So 
yes, your website and all of your content needs to be pleasing to the little SEO Google gnomes, but ultimately you're in business to serve people. So if your website doesn't clearly communicate to your people what you do and how you can help them, then you're not going to be reaching those people, right? You're just going to be reaching robots. So the main thing, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to improve your above the fold text. Now, what is the above the fold text? The above the fold text is the text, the words that people see on your website. Usually it's the largest chunk of text before they start to scroll down your homepage. That is the above the fold text. And the above the fold text on your homepage is the most important text on your whole entire website not to put any pressure on you, but it, it is imperative that that text is clear and not just cutesy. Okay. So I'm going to give you some, um, some bad examples and some good examples because this above the fold text needs to clearly communicate with your client, your ideal person, the problem that you solve for them. Donald Miller's book building a story brand is phenomenal about this. Such a good book, highly recommend, but I'm going to give you some bad examples and some good examples of above the fold text so that you just have some ideas to start making changes. So remember the number one question that this needs to answer is how do you as a service provider or business owner, product creator, whatever, how do you help them, your ideal client, your ideal customer? Okay. So some bad examples. I work with a lot of photographers, so I have a lot of knowledge about that, but some bad examples. Okay. Literally, I've seen photographers write things like, let's go frolicking through a field of wildflowers. Like, no, 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 no. Like, yes, frolicking through a field of wildflowers is fun and precious and makes for pretty pictures, but it doesn't tell you, tell your ideal client how you solve their problem. Their problem is that they want to have pictures and they don't want to feel dumb taking the pictures. They want to have beautiful pictures for their Christmas cards that they feel like they look like they're flattering, right? They want to have beautiful memories to hang on their wall. So bad, go frolicking through a field of wildflowers. Good, a good above the full text would be photos as beautiful and authentic as the memories you'll treasure forever. Boom. I've never used that with a client. So if you're a photographer, go steal it. (laughs) Okay. So let's say you're a life coach. Another example you, you know, ultimately as a life coach, you probably help people feel inspired, figure out what they're supposed to do with their lives and then daily steps implemented. Okay. But too often people in that industry get caught up in the feeling side of things and very, a very bad example of a life coach above the full text would be something like feel inspired. No, like if I want to feel inspired, I can watch a Rocky movie for free. I don't need to pay you dollars, right? (laughs) No, a good example of of a better above the fold text would be know your purpose and know what to do each day. Boom. All right. You're going to help me figure out my purpose and you're going to help me figure out how to get there. Great. If I need that, I'm going to hire you. If I don't need that, I'm going to move on. Okay. Now let's say you're in more of a physical product space, like you're building architect or designer, instead of just having a picture of a building or we build buildings. Well, yes, that's great. But also you need to speak to your your client's internal problems as well. How about we take the stress out of building? Boom. Sign me up for that, right? Like, so those are some good examples to kind of get your brain churning about the above the full text. And I'll be honest, as a professional copywriter, 
this is the area that I think I spent the very most time on because it's so important. But the beautiful thing about websites, right, is they're not chiseled in stone. You can go back and edit it in a month if you come up with a better idea. But I want, I want you to think about this. Is it clear? Donald Miller uses the example of, does it pass the caveman test? <laughs> does somebody with like a caveman level intelligence understand what you do? Because truly clear wins over cute every day of the week that ends in Y. All right? Okay. Hey friend, I know you're trying to grow this business, but does it feel like it's not really going anywhere? Did you know that we can actually fix the back end of your business so that you have some great SEO? Did you know that we can repurpose your podcast, repurpose your blog, and help you grow faster? Did you know that was even an option? If you're thinking, oh my goodness, Faith, that would be amazing. Then head on over to faithhannon.com slash coaching or click the link in the show notes. In just one hour of your time, we'll get you a marketing plan in a box with the exact keywords that you need to be going for, how and where to implement them, and at least three months of SEO-focused content planned out for you. Let's get your coaching call on the books right now and get your marketing strategy headed in the right direction. Spots are limited, so don't wait. And I cannot wait to help you finally get the breakthrough you've been waiting for and jumpstart your business dream back to life. Okay, so the second thing that I want you to optimize on your website is your H1 font or your title text, your H1 text on your each of your main pages. Now, different websites call this different things, but essentially what this is, is Google does not index things, every single thing on your page with the same importance, right? Which they shouldn't, you know, the little teeny tiny disclaimer at the bottom of your page shouldn't carry the same weight in indexing your pages and like seeing where it lands and what questions your pages answer. That shouldn't carry the same weight as your heavy hitting text, your main points, right? So instead of getting frustrated with Google about that, let's use that to our advantage. Now, each page on your website gets one chunk of H1 text. Google will only index one chunk of H1 text per page. So ideally, this this text on each page should be your heaviest hitting keyword rich section for each page. Now, depending on your website platform, like Wix, Squarespace, Showit, WordPress, that's your website platform, depending on your website platform is going to determine how much flexibility you have here. So I switched from Squarespace to Showit about a year ago-ish. And one of the things I love most about Showit is that you can manipulate where your H1 or title text is on each page. You cannot do that on Squarespace. On Squarespace, your H1, your title text, that most important text on your page has to be the the text at the very top of the page, okay? So if you're on Squarespace, I mean, you're, you're limited a little bit here on what you can do, but you can still, no, ma- no matter what platform you're on, you can still make sure that you have a good keyword phrase at least one in your h1 title text okay now if you have a wordpress hosted site or a show it site those are really like that's really all i know about is show it in squarespace right 
but if you have a show it hosted site you can take you can manipulate stuff so that the font still looks the biggest and prettiest wherever you want it but you can make your h1 title text be something that is more keyword rich now don't keyword dump but make it keyword rich and make sure that it's authentic to what you actually do and in line with your specific goals for your keywords now again not to just shamelessly plug all episode long but in a coaching call i can help you figure out what keywords you need to actually be going for and where you can put them on your page a little bit okay so your h1 font your title text is the next thing that you need to optimize on your website and this really doesn't take long once you have your keyword list you're like oh yeah 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 i work with you know work at home moms i'm going to put that in h1 font okay systems for work at home moms that's good needs to make sure that that's an h1 font okay um i do newly engaged couple photography that needs to be in h1 font whatever your keywords are that you're going for i'm just making this up but make sure that some of your main keywords are in h1 font or title text on each page that's the number two thing you need to optimize Okay, the next thing that you need to optimize, which is really probably my favorite little like hack behind the scenes, sneaky little thing is this, your page names. You need to optimize your page names. Now, what are page names? Page names are not the button that people click on on your website to get to the different places. No, that can say the same and that can literally say whatever. The page name is what shows up when somebody goes to Google and they search your name and or your website and some of the pages on your website show up. So mine says Faith Hannon, Christian business coach and copywriter. Now, when you click on my homepage, it just says home to your eyeballs. But when you look, when it shows up in the Google search engine results pages or the SERPs, it says Christian business coach and copywriter. Okay. Those are some of the main keywords that I'm going for, right? Huh? Huh? And again, that carries more weight. So what you want to do here is you want to put a keyword rich phrase or two saying what you do, the problem that you solve in a keyword rich searchable way, or sometimes both who you serve. Again, this does not change the button that people see. It doesn't change what they click on per se. Like my coaching page still says coaching. My about page still says about to your eyeballs and what you click on and the button that you click on. But it shows up differently in the search engine engine results page, okay? Okay, now the fourth thing that I want you to optimize on your website yourself is your meta descriptions. So this is the more detailed, a little bit longer description that Google uses to index your page and that people see when they go to Google and they type in your website or your name, like, and then your about page, it's going to be like, Oh, learn about, you know, so-and-so blah, 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 blah. Like the, the lengthier description. And depending on what you read, Google says they don't use this to index. I kind of call bull on that. I think they probably do. And additionally, like it helps people understand if that page is going to actually solve their problem when they, before they click on it. Right. And if you've ever been to, to a page, so rant here, pause, I'm going to rant a little bit. If you've ever been searching for something and you clicked on a page because the description in your search in, in your search engine results was like, Oh yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Or that's what I'm looking for. And you click on it. And that stuff is nowhere on that page. Like don't be that person. 
do not have that website and be that person that just dumps a bunch of keywords and just has like this real beefy description when all you showing up with is like, you know, two things. You're not actually solving their problem. No, use the meta description authentically, like be honest. Don't tell them that whatever you're going to do is going to save them 900 hours a year when really it's only going to save them 30 minutes. Like be honest. Don't be clickbaity, <laughs> please. And thank you. But I really do think that when you write a good meta description for each page, that helps people know if you're going to help them or not. It helps them to click on your page, get the stuff done. Like it's great from the user for the user experience. And I personally think it probably also helps with Google and it's really not that hard to do. Now, if you don't write a meta description, Google will write it for you based on the text on your page. But personally, I would just rather write that myself than let Google come up with stuff for me. So that's, that's the fourth thing that I think you should optimize on your website. And it really does not take that long. It needs to be like two sentences long. The fifth and final thing that I want you to optimize on your website is this. I want you to make it very, very clear where and how to buy your stuff or hire you. Now, I know that a lot of people have issues selling. I'm not really one of those people, but (laughs) I want you to just shift your mindset around it because the reason that you are in business is to help people with what you're good at. And when somebody can't buy from you, you can't help them with what you're good at, right? Because you have a limited number of hours in the day and you have other responsibilities and every hour that you put towards, you know, helping somebody for free is an hour that you're not making money to provide for your family or give generously or whatever. Like I could go on and on and on about, you know, overcoming selling blocks, mental blocks to sell, but you are in business to help people and sell things. Don't be afraid to sell. Don't be afraid to sell. And you need to make it easy for your customer to buy from you. That means you need to have more than one buy now, book here, purchase here type of button on your website. Like don't make it hard for people to figure out how to give you their dollars. Now, depending on your business and like the back end of that and your booking process and how you serve people and how much interaction you want to have with your clients before you book with them. Or like, you know, if you're doing custom orders of stuff, like you can't just be like buy here and it ships automatically. Like I realize that different businesses have different back end, different things that they need to work through, but try to make it try to make the buying process as low as, as the least amount of clicks possible, right? Like the barrier entry needs to be low, like make it easy for people to give you their dollars. Now, I personally like seeing at least three, sometimes even five buy now buttons on like a homepage. Like I don't want to have to dig for it. If I'm going to give you my money, I want it to make, make it easy. And if you make it difficult to give me your for me to give me your money, like I'm going to do it right. Like if it's hard to shop with you or book through you or purchase through you, like, man, I might not like the experience. So think about your user, think about, you know, how can I make this easier? And I'll be honest, this is something that I'm working on in my business right now, just kind of streamlining the booking process a little bit and don't, you know, beat yourself up and like, feel like you have to have it perfect right out of the gate. Like just put an extra buy button, you know, somewhere on your homepage. Um, there's a whole buyer psychology about where to put the, put the buttons and that in the Z pattern. And that's all great. 
I can help you with that. But just know you need to make it easy for people to buy from you. You need to make it easy for them to purchase. You need to make the buttons stand out and you need to make it clear. Do not be afraid to ask people to buy. Okay. So there you go. Five down and dirty tips, things that you can optimize on your website yourself. You don't need to hire it out. It's not super complicated. You might need to watch a few YouTube videos or videos on your specific website platform about where to put, where to put things, how to get to things, how to get to the different areas on your website, especially the page names. That's probably the trickiest, but these things really, really will help improve your SEO, especially when you start blogging the way that I teach and you start implementing the right keywords into your SEO strategy. But don't wait, just go do these things, take an hour. It's well worth it to invest in your business and let me know how it goes. Excited to help you out, excited to help you guys optimize your marketing and really scale your online businesses. And until next week, y'all be blessed and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in today. It means the world that you tuned in. Hopefully this episode inspired you, challenged you, and left you feeling like you really can do the thing that God has called you to do, even if you needed that first. (laughs) If it did, can I ask you a couple favors? Would you please subscribe so you don't miss a thing? Share this episode with a friend that might benefit from it. And then just take 30 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Not only will it bless my socks off to know that this is helping you, but it will help spread this message to more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs. Connect with me over on Instagram at faithhannon and find out about all the things, courses, coaching, and copywriting on my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.